at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We're going to go on to uh, a simple fail-proof recipe for bread. No, that's not what we're going to do because the recipes that we're about to talk about now are interesting, diverse. They aren't simple old fail-proof. They are the recipes that you're going to have to go back into the archives and annals of bread making. On the line with us is Adam Robinson, who's a master baker and the author of a book called A Book About Bread. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me on your program. The rumor has it that you're wearing a mask. I can tell you one thing for sure. You won't catch COVID over the phone. Oh, thanks for that reassurance. (laughs) I I get worried. (laughs) I'm anxious like everybody else. Jeez, I'm anxious as well. So, Adam, what is a master baker? Um, uh, Don't say that too quickly, repetitively. Um, A master baker, I don't know. I've never called myself a master baker. I'm actually, um, by um, training, a restaurant chef. Yeah. Um, And uh, But in in my restaurant, we've always baked our own bread. And so uh, when I... Yeah, when we came to Durban, I, wanted, I um, had a fancy of opening my own bakery. So we did. We opened a small bakery and, we're, yeah, and we took it from there. So, uh, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, baking bread is just the most wonderful, wonderful um, thing to do and a great way to earn a living. Yeah. So, you know, um, I must say, Adam, the thing I've always loved about the idea of baking bread is the creation of the dough, the pulling and the kneading. And the, like it, it seems to be almost... Um, as though one is going into a kind of trance with that, and perhaps it's meditative, one could say. It's, it's incredibly meditative. Um, uh, it's, it's repetitive if you do it every day, but it's also different every day because the nuances are infinite. And, um, uh, but to the, the wonderful tactile experience of working with a good dough is a, is a pleasure, pleasure beyond. And I love working with my hands and, um, the doughs are the one of the most uh, sensual things I've worked with. Oh, so they say that the book, and I haven't seen the book yet. I look forward to having a good look at it. Is all about making bread, obviously, but yeah. it's not about making good old fail-proof bread. This is bread with a difference. Tell us about that. Well, okay. So I mean, for me, cooking is difficult. Um, uh, I've been doing it for professionally for 40 years, and I find it incredibly difficult. A poached egg is a really, really complicated thing, a good poached egg, and it's really difficult. And uh, An ordinary poached egg is easy. An excellent poached egg is really difficult. An ordinary loaf of bread is, is very accessible. You know, mills are very consistent, et cetera, et cetera. But a good, excellent loaf of bread is, uh, is, uh, is, a, is a terribly difficult thing to achieve, um, and particularly if you're working with, sourdoughs and longer fermentations and um, uh, more varied variables, more, more variables. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's difficult. I promise you it's difficult. I absolutely <laughs> believe you. So let's look at some of the difficulties. What makes great bread? And also, I mean, there's some interesting recipes that you are serving up, which, which are quite different to the normal old uh, loaf of bread that most people have like sort of done in lockdown, the old good old sourdough, but you've done some more interesting yeah, stuff as no, well. I mean, some, some of the, I, I think most of our recipes are actually incredibly old. Um, so uh, I don't think there's any recipe in that book that is post-1850. Um, so what, what we're doing is we're going back to the way bread was made before 
steel roller mills, before combine harvesters, before commercial yeast, were before bread tins were invented. We're going, yeah. we're going back to, we're doing something that's, um, uh, we're doing ordinary bread. Yeah. White sliced is extraordinary bread and awful. Yes. White, well, that kind of bread. I mean, you know, it's funny. Someone made me a sandwich with, uh, with white bread about a week ago. It was the weirdest thing I've ever eaten in my life because I never, ever eat that kind of bread. But it was just, it felt like I wasn't eating anything. Cotton wool, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, take us back to ancient times into the 18th century and uh, early 19th century. Talk to us about those breads. Okay, so so nobody before Pasteur, nobody knew what yeast was, Louis yeah. Pasteur. But, um, so uh, why did bread rise? I mean, most people thought it was a mechanical thing. So it was all a magical thing. I mean, yeah. the hot cross bun, often bread had a cross on it. Um, to bless it so it would rise. Um, <laughs> yeah. In, in uh, English households, they, uh, farm households, they often had something called the souring trough, yeah. which is where they fermented their bread and kneaded it. And it was never cleaned out because little bits of dough contain a rich microflora of yeast and bacteria. And, um, and they, really, they, they discovered experientially, but it was a magic that um, the, the, the flour and water would rise again if they didn't clean out their souring trough, their kneading trough. Uh-huh. Um, but it's fermentation, really. It's the taste you get, the flavour you can get into breads through fermentation, and not yeast fermentation, but bacterial fermentation. All those wonderful bugs were so scared of, but most of the bugs are beneficial or neutral, and a lot are beneficial. So. You get yogurty flavors, you get lemony flavors, you get strawberry flavors, you get you get acetone flavors, you get a whole variety of flavors through your fermentation bread, as you do through fermentation grapes for wine, and that what makes that what makes bread. So, so Adam, very, can, very can people ferment? I mean, obviously, we know that there's the um, what do you call it? The mother load, which is where <laughs> the mother load, the mother culture, the mother culture. The mother load is mining, I think. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But like, well, it's really mining for bread, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I like the mother load. Do, Maybe we'll so change your name. That mother culture can can come back from hundreds of years ago, and it just keeps being repeated and repeated. Yeah, I mean, the interesting. There's a library in, I think it's in Belgium, um, where they where they've collected mother culture from around the world and some ancient mother cultures from the um, Egyptian tombs. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, uh, do we think the bacteria of 3,000 years ago are, are different from the bacteria around now? Probably not. Um, and uh, the grains were probably slightly different. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, mother cultures can be old, but I, I'm not sure that they develop massively through um, age, their flavours. So I think, yeah, make your own mother culture today. Do you have your own mother culture? Uh, Adam, do you have your own mother culture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine is, mine's about uh, 17 years old. Oh, so it's not that young after all. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that young, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's matured like me. It hasn't matured. It's a a teenager. It's not matured yet. Yeah, it's a teenager. (laughs) I'm petulant at that. Yeah. Adam, um, the book does have uh, a couple of recipes in it, and I, I saw that there was a potato and rosemary bread. Yeah, that's that's one of our most popular breads. 
Wow. It's uh, not a full sourdough bread. It's got a huge amount of mother culture in it, but also we, we use a little bit of yeast in it. Yeah. Which, um, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's very accessible. It's, it's a good bread. It's a good Irish bread from the days when um, wheat was more expensive than potatoes. Um, and so you'd, you'd, you'd substitute some wheat with, with potatoes. So, yeah, uh, um, yeah. And, and it's uh, got a good amount of whey and it's quite easy eating. If the book is, is the book only on sale currently at the Glenwood Bakery in Durban? No, it's um, on sale at lots of, lots of our customers around Durban and up the highway, you know, yeah. sort of Clove Hillcrest, that area. It's also available online through Bakerton. Yeah. But, um, and if, uh, there's a list on our social media sites of um, where it's for sale. It sounds... But at the, at the moment, it's, uh, we haven't got anywhere in Joburg that's selling it. Maybe we'll sell it out of your studios or something. I think like you're that. punishing us. That's just terrible. Adam, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank uh, you very much for, for having me on your show. Adam Robinson, master baker and author of A Book About Bread. And uh, if you want to find out more, just go onto the website, bake a ton, B A K E A T O N dot C O dot Z A. If you can't get it uh, from him there, then you'll have to figure something else out. But currently it is in, it's on sale in the KwaZulu Natal area. Sounds amazing. It is 9.32, which means it's Zai, 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 Zai.